0: Hello and welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, a comedy podcast where three quietly left-leaning boys recommend (laughs) things (laughs) to each other. Uh, We do them and then we review them. My name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And I'm loudly left-leaning. Yes, (laughs) man. And we are your certified pool boys. We're back with a few more recommends, but first it's time to tell you how we went with the recommends we did last week. And we're going to start this time with Chris.
1: Yes. 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 Yeah. Dave. Last week, Chris.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh, I I decided to uh, uncover your trap card.
2: You know, <laughs> yeah, what, that's what, what you trap did. you'd,
1: you'd laid <laughs> for us? I decided I'd get my mind sweeper out and see what you'd what you'd uh, what you'd laid for us, and and it was to uh, take intake uh, mm-hmm. Alex
2: Jones, the uh, internet media shithead oh yeah. yes I'll, I'll get into a bit of a definition um it's really it's really interesting that you started with that stew the quietly left leaning because yeah when i started this i i went in trying to be neutral and that was my intention i was going to do this whole thing very very neutral and just lay out the facts and lay out things he says and let the people at home make their own decision right and so i wrote my notes and uh I thought I did it pretty neutrally and then I sort of reread them just before we started. And uh, you can't really hide that (laughs) stuff, can you? I've I've sort of tried to, uh, but I've I've chucked in some opinion there as well just because you kind of need it. At
0: least you didn't go completely the other way and look at your notes and go, oh, you're right, pink is the antichrist.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that is, I mean, yeah. Uh, Yeah, look. um, I mean, enough people do it. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, So, if you don't know Alex Jones, uh, I'm sorry I'm the one that has to introduce you to him, but (laughs) Alex Jones is a far, 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 far right-wing American political commentator and conspiracy theorist. He has been banned from Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and then the rest of them for inciting violence and spreading dangerous ideology. Uh, That is after, of course, building quite a following of his own on those sites. Uh, He currently operates and owns InfoWars.com, hosting The Alex Jones Show, which goes for four hours every weekday and two hours on a Sunday. That's just in itself, that is insane. It's
0: just an exhausting amount of
2: controversy. Yeah. You have to spend so much of your day just pissed off to be Alex Jones. Well, and one of the most amazing things, because there would be people that intake all of that. There'd be people that intake all of that, and they wouldn't have time for anything else. Yeah. It's almost like holding you hostage in a way. Anyway, look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know. Quietly like... left leaning Chris. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, it kind of does. Oh, anyway. Uh, if you feel like you recognize the name, but you can't place him, if you're pretty sure you've heard of him, here are some of his biggest hits. Uh, he's famous for his eccentric outbursts on the show, uh, the most famous of which is a clip of him screaming, <laughs> I don't like him putting the chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like we were on the call with him, honestly. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he went viral for his appearance on Piers Morgan Tonight, debating gun rights, and he sort of it was quite a centric outburst there as well. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. He got into a lot of legal trouble for claiming the Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax, and Whoa. many of the victims Whoa. were just actors, hired to say <gasps> the things that they said. Got oh. Quite a bit of trouble for that one. Uh, he appeared Yikes. twice on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast in two of the most popular episodes of the podcast. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, if you do want to see more of Alex Jones, um, <laughs> and I wouldn't blame anyone for, for doing it because, it, like, all in all, he is a very entertaining figure, and there's a reason we're talking about him today. Yeah. Uh, if you do want to hear more from him, I would really recommend watching him some clips from him from him on Joe Rogan. Uh, they are four hours a piece, so maybe just watch some clips, okay. but. Um, I recommend watching that because just having Rogan in the room, challenging him on certain things he says Mm. and sort of calling him on things is just much better for your personal sanity. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) That that was one of the most annoying things about the task, hearing him say things and there's no one there calling him on it it. or challenging him or anything, and you sort of want to yourself. You sort of end up sort of screaming at yourself. But it's not a dialogue. It's a monologue. Exactly, yeah. exactly Well, yes um, So let's, let's, let's get into it um, So his main thesis at the moment He sort of, he goes through phases and that sort of thing But his main thesis <laughs> statement at the moment is I told you so Okay oh, He's saying okay. that uh, They all called me crazy You know, they all called me crazy But everything yeah. I predicted is coming true the sort of mm. end of days that I've been talking about for a long time is coming true. The frogs are gay. <laughs> well, he said they are that, now gay. Uh, they would, he said that they would release a virus, or at least claim they were released a virus, and he said that they would incite race wars. And he's sort of claiming they're do- now doing that under the banner of Black Lives Matter. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I think I have heard him talk about both those things before. So uh, before I go too much further, uh, okay. I am currently using the pejorative they. Um, yep. The people he blames can vary. Uh, sometimes it's just the general Democrats. Yep. More yeah. generally, it is George Soros and Soros, I think, and the George Soros. George George Soros. The George The George Soros. George Anyway, I need the to do George it The Soros George Soros, Soros. is turning, George Soros turning
1: the, the freaking dinosaurs. <laughs> uh,
2: George Soros. <laughs> that's why they died
1: out, right? That's it. That's right.
2: George Soros is a 90-year-old Hungarian billionaire. Uh, who's known for donating a lot of money to very liberal and progressive causes. Right. Oh, good on you, uh, you, you Soros. It's sort of tricky to find out much more about him. Um, yeah. But to, but to Alex Jones, the way Alex Jones talks about him, this is the head honcho. This is the guy pulling the strings. Right. Uh, he also talks a lot about globalists. Now, globalists, by definition, uh, are a group who think that people should be treated as global citizens rather than like citizens of different countries and all separated like that and sort of that everything should be run more under one banner. Sure. Okay. But the definition seems to change depending on who's using the term and right. what, what context it's in. So right. when, when Jones says the word globalists, um, the, the, I think it's loaded with a lot more meaning uh, than what I just defined. Yeah. To continue on with that, it's it's worth mentioning that George Soros is Jewish and many people see the term (sighs) globalists as like a bit of an anti-Semitic dog whistle. That's sort of used to refer to like a larger Jewish conspiracy theory that rich and powerful Jewish people run the world. Really?
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) That uh, a lot of people sort of uh, uh, understand it to mean more that, which was uh, sort of quite interesting to sort of hear about and figure out. It's really funny, I think, like how
1: things like this kind of transgress. The the meaning of one thing, you, you start using it as a kind of, a totemic word to use to mean something else, and how mm. how the meaning of like the the singular meaning of something as written in the dictionary kind of evolves to mean a different thing to a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah.
0: Language is amazing, and the internet <laughs> sets that on steroids. You know. Mm. Yeah, it's
1: true. It is true. Uh, Another a a lot of to- better podcasts about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, no, no. This is it. This is yep, the top. This, this is, is the, the one. <laughs> this is, is the, the one. <laughs> uh, another big talking point, of course, is the upcoming election. Uh, so his current take, he says that Joe Biden has lost nearly all cognitive ability and is being manipulated and brainwashed by the left to usher in a far left globalist ideals into the party. Wow. It's funny that he thinks okay. that Biden is far left. Yeah, anyway. that's crazy. Welcome to the pool boy's bitterness hour. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of tricky. I sort of... Trying to keep... Because, like, no one listens to this podcast to hear our political opinions. No one. That's true. That's um, true. So it's, I don't know. I, but, uh, you know, this guy's fucking crazy. And I hated listening yeah. to him. It's fucking crazy. Um, All right. So in relation to this, he claims that one reason they did the COVID lockdown and have kept extending it was because the Democrats didn't want to campaign in public because then it would become obvious that no crowds are coming to support Biden. And so when they try and rig the election, it'll be more sus because there was obviously no crowds coming to see him. That's, that's when they try and rig the election.
0: When? Yeah. Wow.
2: I'll get to that as it's well. It's not if. Uh, but when. He speaks quite a lot about Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris, if you don't know, is the uh, pick for Joe Biden's running mate, his vice president, if he gets elected. Yeah. Um, and his take on Kamala Harris, is, it feels quite inconsistent personally. Um, on one hand, she has, like, far-left ideals and she wants to instate all these far-left ideals. Meanwhile, she was a ruthless district attorney and would, like, keep people in prison even if she knew they were innocent, blah, blah, blah. And it's sort of these two uh, sides that don't really feel like they mix. I feel like they're still yeah. still trying to come down and figure out... The two bad real- sides
1: of two different stories. Right. That's
2: very well put, though. very well put. Um, so that's sort of what uh, some of the main topics were. Uh, during and also COVID and also Black Lives Matter and and a lot about that stuff but I'll I'll give a bit of a show breakdown so the Alex Jones show what goes into a show Mm -hmm. a regular show is about four hours long Um, and we sort of we talked about this at the top and we also talked about this when you recommended it to me Dave yeah I mean you
1: recommended it to you to be fair I suppose so
2: (laughs) but like a four hour show five days a week all by himself that is insane it's an insane amount of content right for one night
1: truly incredible
2: yeah it's huge But that's the thing. He's not doing it by himself. Like I I sort of assumed it would just be him like in a room yelling, but he has such a large team around him. Like he's banned on everything, but he has all these people helping him. He's got like a huge team. And a lot of the show is him talking to other people and bringing other people on. Yeah, Uh, I sort of just assumed he was more isolated than that, but Mm. there's still so many people that just want to be around him and involved with him and that want to profit off his success. Yeah. yeah. And he's um, the
0: face of a brand, right?
2: Uh, essentially, a, a, a face of um, a political movement, I, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so here's the basic breakdown of a show. An episode will start with a siren. All, all the ones I listened to started okay. with a siren. <laughs> okay. uh, and he'll awesome. generally say the most controversial thing, he'll say all episode, right at the top there. Uh, so like textbook, uh, over-the-top fear-mongering, uh, and inciting sort of uh, an uprising, yep. really. Yep. Uh, he'll always sort of start with that. Uh, for about the first hour, he'll just talk by himself and about whatever's on his mind. He'll play uh, bites from clips that were sent in. Uh, he'll also play and respond to sections of Trump speeches, which I found really, really interesting. So... Okay. Because... Well, we're referring to them as if they're like academic texts. Well... So what you mean? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, uh, look, you know, a few weeks ago, I invented a board game making fun of Trump. I'm obviously yep. not... The biggest fan of him. Okay. But when there were sections of his speeches sort of put between what Jones was saying, he it made him sound quite reserved and presidential. <laughs> <laughs> like in direct comparison with Jones, he actually did seem quite like he was holding back and like he was being quite reserved and well spoken and, and it was such an interesting takeaway. And you know, that's that's how a lot of people must see him, which is just it's just fascinating. Um, Mm. Around around every 15 minutes he throws to commercials and a huge chunk of the four hours is commercials. Wow. So, so much of the show is commercials. I hear you saying wow because you must be wondering who advertises with Alex Jones? What businesses? Yeah. Well, Alex Jones does.
1: (laughs) Alex Jones. (laughs) It's much like us. Alex (laughs) Jones does ads in his own show. (laughs) 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 Well, we do
2: too, man. Yeah. Um, (laughs)
1: Anyway, subscribe to the hot goss box.
2: (laughs) All the commercials are pre recorded and read by Alex Jones, who almost, they're almost exclusively all for his range of vitamins and dietary supplements. Wait, wait, that's right. He does have that, doesn't he?
1: So you're telling me that the four hours a day that he's not spending on the
2: show, he's recording ads for the show? Essentially. No, extra they're, they're the same ads, just again and again and again and again and again and Speaking
0: again and again. of repetition, I'm curious, is there much repetition from show to show? Because four hours a day is a lot to just gas bag about. Huh?
1: I've always wondered about that. How do, how do people just like have talk shows? How do they stay interested in anything for long enough? <laughs>
2: he does repeat himself quite a lot, he does. But yeah. he doesn't say nothing. He's always saying something. He's always taking a big shot or a big swing, or saying something big and controversial. Mm. And I think that's a big ingredient of his success because yeah. he doesn't Absolutely. go on about nothing. He, he does always say something big. Uh, and I'll get into that in a second as well. Okay. So <laughs> he, he does his ads for his vitamins and dietary supplements. Some still out a bit more than others. Uh, oh, and he also sells uh, canned food. So for when you can't go outside because the riots on the streets make Mad Max look like fun. Mad Max parallels were uh, thick and fast and came often. That's, that's <laughs> um, amazing. The, 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 the world in America is going to turn into Mad Max soon, so watch out. Uh, from here, he'll talk to callers, so who are either sort of far-right commentators as well or just some long-time listeners who are calling up for the first time. Okay. Uh, also worth mentioning, 90% men. Can't help can't help but notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Almost entirely yeah. men. Yeah. yeah. Yepers. The calls will uniformly start with the caller praising Alex for fighting the good fight and thanking them for keeping him well educated. What a useless call! But that was not worth the credit you spent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the calls I heard, some of them were about um, uh, like how they'd get hassled for not wearing masks. Some would be about what well, they saw at like Black Lives Matter uh, protests, uh, and many talked about yeah. like vaccines. Vaccines was a big one.
1: Oh that was probably the
2: most disappointing. Uh, a lot of talk about vaccines because it wasn't even a question. Like, they will not be taking this COVID vaccine. It is not even up for debate. Like, Oh, okay, yeah. is, That's no, fucking great news. Fun fact, 57% of Americans say that would, they would have a vaccine if it was available today. Uh, that was not an Alex Jones fact. I found that separately, but I found it a bit interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh, You've got anyway, alternate anyway. facts, do you? So after that, right? After all, he does all these calls for hours and hours. After that, without signing off, Without saying goodbye, another host just, like, takes over the show. Alex goes home. Oh. With, like, one or two hours left of the show, he goes. He just fucks off. Like What? (laughs) Oh. Right? So he's not doing all this content. (laughs) Like, most of it's ads and most of, like, like an hour or two of that is with some other guy. (laughs) Right. And these guys that come on after him have the same content. They're just as controversial, just as far right, just as infuriating. Wow. But once Alex Jones goes... I can't, I can't bear it. Like I hate listening to Alex Jones. I do. Yeah. But I, I, I cannot he, listen to these other people. I can't. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So like, so what makes it different? Why? Well, it just, it just really drives home just what a captivating and charismatic speaker Alex Jones really is. Yes. Like, I don't yeah, know wow. if it's something about his voice and he's just fun to listen to. Um, he's always taking these big swings and these big shots, like I was saying before. I, I don't know what it is, but I can, I can sort of listen to him and feel like I'm sort of laughing at him a bit. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's just an amazing, an amazing public speaker.
0: Oh, man. It's just such a shame that, you know, the, qui- the quiet racist, right? Mm-hmm. There's like, of course, there are huge issues there, but they're not, they're not going to change the world in a dramatically uh, destructive way. But you add a bit of charisma to someone like that, and it's so dangerous.
2: Yes, yeah, it is. It
1: is. Um, I think that that's a pretty deep conversation. Yeah, love yeah. comedy, love jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, um,
2: love <laughs> hey guys, hey. <laughs> so, so as as we sort of said at the top, we you know I, I lean I do lean left, um, mm-hmm. and most of the content I do intake does have a left slant to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so it was just it was actually quite interesting to seeing what they talk about and what yeah, they don't right. talk about, like. Yeah. I just, this might date the uh, podcast a little bit, but probably the biggest story in America right now, especially in left-leaning American content, is uh, the American mail system and how Trump is such, like trying to pull it down from the inside. And whether that's yeah. true or not is sort of complicated as well. It's sort of a complicated issue. But anyway, Alex didn't mention the mail once. Did not mention the mail. Not once. Not even not even a look at it its way. And, yeah, you know, that's not really to be surprising because it's sort of... Um, you know, being used currently to attack Trump. So I wouldn't expect him to mention it. But it it was very interesting. The topic that I've seen spoken about on both sides and this one topic that I've seen on both sides is that the other side will not accept defeat when they lose the election. So I've heard many people on like a lot of different shows Wait. and podcasts and things like that yeah. predicting that Trump won't leave the office when he loses. They just they don't think he'll leave when he loses. Well a lot of, people, of this, a lot of people a lot of people just think that he won't leave when he when he when he when he loses. They think he'll lose and he'll kick up a fuss, kick up a steel. Yeah, he'll get in Russia like a like
1: one hundred meter fucking foot race with this, the you know, the secret service and then he'll
2: die of a heart attack. Uh, well, maybe, maybe. but And look, he's unpredictable and he's, you know, uh, a strange but, person. But at the moment, I think that that's just speculation even, and sort of based on a hunch. Like, I don't think there's any... Like, what does that even mean? Like... That he won't leave? Well,
0: yeah, it's like, I'm I'm not leaving this chair. It's like, okay, you little sook. Like, what are you... You're not the president. You can sit there all you want, but we're going to yeah. do some work in the other office. You uh, know, like, what, what does that mean?
2: It's, it's not really that simple. So, essentially... Uh, experts are predicting that the result of this year's election won't be revealed until weeks after the election itself, yeah. when usually, you know, it's revealed on election night because there's so much mail-in voting. Um, it's going to take a lot longer. And, yeah. I mean, Trump's sort of been setting the stage already that uh, the mail-in voting is rigged and it doesn't count and it's not the same and it can be easily affected, which doesn't seem like it's true. Here, here's mm-hmm. just a lightning round of things I noticed, all right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he loves to say an outrageous thing and then chuck on the end of it, he's admitted to that. Or, like, that was announced on Friday. Oh. Like, for example, Bill yeah, right. um, uh, well, Gates' vaccine doesn't work. He's admitted that. He'll always just add that on the end there. Uh, and it makes you, right. like, it, I, got, I, had to, I caught myself a few times. It makes you feel more educated and you feel, it makes you feel like everything's fact checked. But yeah. it, it's not. There's still as much proof as there was before. He's just saying words. Like, yeah. and he'll often say, like, you can read that. I've, I've read articles about that. You can read that at right about. You can read about that right now on InfoWars.com. And yeah, he he is, he is InfoWars.com. He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's not quoting you can a real hear source me
1: saying that in a different fashion. You you can read that in this Wikipedia article I just edited. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh,
0: he uses he can so see cr- that in the in the fact section of
2: Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. uh, he uses. He's, he's admitted to that actually. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, true homologics Macaulay has said that himself You can read it uh, He uses heaps of copyrighted music Heaps There's no way he's allowed to use all this stuff I right. think it's just a matter of No one listens to his No one of any importance listens to his show And so yeah. he just gets away with it His favourite yeah. is uh, The Final Countdown Because of course it is The Final Days, guys
1: Oh wow Obviously
2: Obviously uh, i got to say there's There's a lot of contradictions He just contradicts himself quite a lot uh, right. He talks so fast and he talks so um, charismatically. You sort of don't really notice it that much. But uh, yeah. like, he'll downplay the importance of something when it makes Trump look bad. But he'll just like slam a Democrat for doing the same thing. The biggest example is his polling. Like, Trump is right. just not doing well in the polls at the moment, and so he dis- discredits the polls. Who cares about the polls? But yeah. if he's slamming down on a particular Democratic senator or something, he'll just be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, her polls are doing terribly." Blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, pick a side. yeah. Of um, course, so. yeah. Yeah, Weird one. Uh, he uses the word rape a lot. Whoa. He just a lot. He just says okay. it so, so often. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just. Wow. It, and, like, to the point where I felt the need to mention it now because it's a bit much.
1: Right. Um,
2: he loves to position himself this as just the outsider. In from Chris's account,
1: Alex Jones is a bit much.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> neutral. I
0: neutral? Uh, <laughs> just trying to say neutral. <laughs> That's why I said
2: quietly left-leaning. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to position himself as the outsider. Like, that, like, they're all against me. They all hate me because I'm the only right. one you can trust. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the only one you can listen to. And, like, being banned on all social media really feels that for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The real, like, outlaw kind of vibe. Exactly. He's yeah. like, he says things like, I've got heaps of articles about black people killing white babies. The mainstream media just won't tell you about it. And it's, like, wow. <laughs> reading that out loud now feels like such a cliche, but it's it's things he's saying. Yeah, insane, that's, you know? that's yeah,
0: crazy. That is mad. <laughs> that sucks.
2: That yeah. sucks so bad. Uh, he's... <laughs> God He's just he, he incites violence All the time He's all about it Like yeah. And not in Not in Like the subtext Like he doesn't say Some vague statement That might be alluded To inciting violence Yeah And like He didn't say some vague statement That I'm just adding Extra meaning to Like he loves to do with Trump uh, Yeah it, it was the text Literally ver- verbatim Telling the people text. Pleading with people To go out and fight For their country And take their country back Like It's ludicrous Wow That's oh, crazy wow. Um, it's really, really bad. Something we talked a bit about when uh, this got recommended to me was QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort of the um, the the hit uh, conspiracy theory of, of the day. <laughs> Top of the pops. If you don't know what it is, uh, here's a very, very don't brief, Google very it. simplistic explanation. Um, QAnon is a far-right conspiracy theory that began on a messaging board called 4chan. Uh, mm-hmm. quite simply, it's the idea that Trump has gotten into politics because he's aware of all these high level Satan worshiping pedophiles and cannibals, and he's assumed power to attempt to take them all out. But now they're aware he's trying to do that. So they're trying to take him down and are plotting against him. Mm-hmm. So Q, uh, has always been online and always been anonymous, which is a bad combination because it sort of means that anyone can claim to be Q and just say whatever they want. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, okay, again, it's worth mentioning that not a single piece of information spouted by these guys has been proven true. Um, Great. It's <laughs> so worth, worth mentioning that. I mean, if that's,
1: like, we don't feel like we really need to have to tell you this because a lot of American politics does read like a fan fiction.
2: That's true. To be mm-hmm. honest. That is true. Um, this has grown into a really popular theory and picked up quite a lot of pace, especially in the last year or two. Yeah. Uh, and there's quite clearly an overlap with, QAnon supporters and Alex Jones supporters. Like, it's all the conspiracy theory stuff. Uh, Alex Jones was reporting on them and, like, really supportive of them uh, really early on, like, 2018. Mm. Yeah. But now, because QAnon is anonymous, someone has been, like, jumping on and saying that Alex Jones is in on it and, like, on the bad side of this whole thing. And, like... uh, Wait, on the bad side from the QAnon... Yes. Yes, so QAnon's basically come on and said Alex Jones is one of the bad guys. He's in on oh, it, blah, 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 Wow. Which puts Alex Jones in this tricky position because he well, can't... Oh, wow. Yeah. He can't Where completely he denounce w- this because... Where does he go us.
0: for the last two hours of his show? Exactly. Well, there you go.
2: He goes yeah. to plot against Trump, Stuart. <laughs> oh, God. And he Obviously. also can't get fully on board Wake with up. this because if he does, then it's like supporting all the claims they've made against him. And he's yeah. so, like, gun ho and brutally honest about every topic... It's so bizarre, just hearing him try to discuss his way around this weird topic that he's just powerless against. He like this is one thing he just can't handle, and it's just probably some people just you know type in some stuff online, but mm-hmm. um he just can't really deal with it. He can't put this all to bed. It's just fascinating.
0: Well, he's probably not used to taking fire from his own camp, you know?
2: Absolutely not. No, no. All right, we've, we've talked a lot about Alex Jones, and it yeah. comes it comes down to the million dollar question. Does he believe it? Does he actually Does he believe the yeah. things he's saying? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. So I did some research. He had a really messy divorce a few years ago. Right. Uh, and his ex-wife was trying to take custody of his kids. Um, can't really blame her. <laughs> uh, yeah. And his lawyers said- I wondered in,
1: why he had so much time on his hands. Yeah.
2: And his lawyers said in the trial that he plays everything up for camera and that it's, in quotes, a performance artist.
0: Yeah. More I akin to like, well. John
2: Stewart and that sort of thing. Wow. wow. That same night that his lawyers said that, yep. he went online, infowars.com, and contradicted his lawyers and said, That's all bullshit. I'm not <laughs> a liar. I believe everything I say 110%. Of
0: wow. course. Because uh, he's, he's, he's got to commit to the kayfabe.
2: That, that's right, student. Hello. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and look, I don't think someone who talks about something for hours every day, hours and hours every day with this passion. He's so passionate about all this stuff he talks about. So much passion and detail. I don't think anyone could talk about this stuff for that long if they didn't actually believe it. Okay. He started InfoWars in 1999. He's been doing this for over 20 years. That's before 11, before any of this big conspiracy stuff that really sort of boiled up in the last 20 years. Jesus Christ. Has he been doing this show since then? Yeah, the Alex Jones show. Or InfoWars. He's been doing that
1: since 1999.
2: Um, he's been doing shows on infowars.com since 1999. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't, he wasn't always successful. Like there was no sign when he started out doing this, he was going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So I think he honestly believes it. And to go along with that, if you do listen to his interviews with Joe Rogan, he speaks about, um, a couple, oh man, he speaks about a couple of traumatic brain injuries that he's had. Oh, Mm. okay. Um, and just when he talks about that on the show and sort of opens up about that, you do feel something sort of click into place. Like it does feel like everything sort of lines up a little bit.
0: That he um, what, is not mentally all there? Is that what you mean?
2: Um I, oh God. Look, I'm not gonna diagnose anyone with anything.
1: But um I just doing some quick maths here, yeah. just to cut the tension. Yeah. I uh I realized that if he'd been doing oh releasing on the same schedule as him he would have released 24,024 hours of content, which is roughly half as much as we're going to need to, to watch all of Home Alone. That's right. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, when I was listening to him, I felt so powerless and paranoid. I felt agitated I, it felt like it was affecting the things I did and the way I sort of carried myself and spoke to people throughout the day. Yeah. Wow. Um, he just like, it just makes you so angry. And the, I think the reason he makes me so angry is the same reason that he's been banned from every major social media platform. It's not because of the things he says. It's because people are listening to him and people are believing him. Yeah. And he's yeah. Just stoking this fear and encouraging people to be violent. And now yeah. we're actually seeing people do it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wrap up, and that's a really sad note to end on. So <laughs> I wanted to do one more thing. Um, I was talking about his commercials earlier, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: There's one that really stood out to me, so I'm going to give you a dramatic reading if you guys don't mind. Oh, okay, thank, please, you.
0: thank God.
2: <clears throat> I, I've talked to the MS, I've talked to medical doctors, and what makes you nauseated is not just the smell of piss, what we call the smell of bum piss and that sweet nauseating smell. I, I wouldn't say sweet. No, it does. It's, it's got that sweet, sweet <clears> stench. <throat> It makes me want to throw up, like rotten meat. It's a crap of dust mites. Have you noticed the stench of bum piss in your leftist-run neighborhoods? The crap of dust mites in bum is a real thing, and InfoWars store has the solution. InfoWars has created the most powerful herbal lung cleanse and respiratory support product in the market. With over a thousand types of mold and mildew, toxic chemicals, and yes, dust mites, our Lung Cleanse Plus made with organic and wild cultivated <laughs> herbs is just what you need to survive the unprecedented surge of bum piss and other toxic substances in liberal leftist cities everywhere.
0: Oh my God.
2: Well Thank you, Brian. Alan Jones.
0: Fear monger, charismatic naturopath.
2: Um, (laughs) No no prizes for guessing this one. Zero out of two.
1: Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Bum piss. That's really knocked me. Oh. Wow.
0: What a visceral series of sentences.
1: What a a fucking nine-year-old thing to say.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. That's Uh, unreal. Anyway, moving on.
0: Last week, Davey, I recommended that you play a fun little game. Uh Uh-huh. Called Goat Simulator.
1: Yes, you did. Yeah, it's a fun game. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I really like it. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, I knew what I gotta say though is this game is not what you think it is. So, okay, it's not Farmville. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not like Flight Simulator. It's its own brand new thing, right? Mm. You know, I think a lot about people that I I know I'm never gonna meet, but if I did meet them, I would be really good friends with them.
2: You yeah, know? sure.
1: And when I was playing this game, I kind of had this. I kind of had the same feeling, you know.
2: Oh, right. With the guy that created it? Because I was imagining
1: just like at some point there was like these game developers in a pitch meeting and it was like the boss is like tossing around for ideas and the team's like, oh, yeah, let's do something uh, that's like open world and gritty like uh, Grand Theft Auto or, you know, and then someone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and we can have like a a skill-based scoring system like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. (laughs) And there's another person that just goes, yeah, and the main character... (laughs) is a goat. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> you like that? How about that? I mean, everyone loves a goat. Everyone loves a goat. They're like, oh, okay, well, what if we try something maybe, you know, in space or, you know, a kind of like a – and there's like Paragon or Renegade kind of good versus evil style branching dialogue options. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, that, sound, that sounds really, really good. Um, also – it's a go. What you yeah? Oh,
0: are there yeah. actually um, story-based decisions you can make?
1: Yeah, straight up. Oh, really? Oh, amazing. And then they go, okay, well, what if we make like an expansive kind of fantasy one? And they're like, yeah, you know, because we obviously we haven't released Skyrim in two months, so we could do something like that. Well, why don't we do a zombie game or something like that? And then the, the guy is like, yeah, but in those versions of Skyrim, you know what it didn't have? A goat. a goat, a goater. I think there are goats in Skyrim. And then the boss turns to this person, the boss of the of the game developing studio, turns to this person and goes, "Okay, let's make every single one of those games. <laughs> every single one of those games is is a part of Goat Simulator. It is an amazing, <sighs> amazing game. I love awesome. it. Awesome. Within." I was playing it for less than a minute and I'd blown up a petrol station. Like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I love this game. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. But it's not just a game. It's a simulator. Yeah. And the thing about a simulator is that it has to have some element of realism. Is that it's supposed to be simulating something. That's the whole point. True. Right? Yes. Yeah. So when you play as a goat, there's only like a few actions you can really take as a goat, you know, which I've, I've ranked in order of how important they are. Cool. In the okay. Please. Yep. Is run. Yep. Yep. Headbutt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lick. Oh. Yep. Bar. Bar. Yeah. Slash bleed. Yep. Uh, jump. Oh. And faint.
0: Oh. Yep. And you are you saying faint is the least or most important?
1: I'm saying it's it's probably the least important one.
2: Right. Okay. Well, can, um, so what is the faint?
1: What is it? However, do? if I did do a pie graph. You know, if I drew a pie graph to explain that what I actually did, though, it would just be a basic, basically a solid circle, just labeled faint. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically all I did, In a microscopic sliver of uh, of just run. You know? Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the the faint um, fainting is it literally what it sounds like? You just fall down like one of you the just feint- fall down, da- one completely of the ragdoll. Just like yeah. you
1: lose. It's like one of those little toys where you press the button on the bottom and it just. <laughs> Can you un-faint? It just falls over, and then you take your thing off, and it stands up again. It's like that. Uh, okay, right. The goat
2: goes spaghetti. Yeah, cool. Yeah. C- can you unfaint?
1: Yeah, you can unfaint. It's right. not a permanent.
2: <laughs> it's, that's called death. What falls game, game over? over. Yeah, game, game it's over. Called man. death.
1: You press it, and it's like wasted. <laughs> it.
0: It's the game tutorial. Press Y to faint. Okay. <laughs> game over.
1: <laughs> game over. Thanks for paying. It was only twenty-five dollars. Loading checkpoint. It's um, it's unreal. I really, really liked it. Um. Also, um, on my when I, I played on my Switch, you know, like all Nintendo Switches, the left joystick is broken. So <laughs> it just like always listed off to the left no matter what I was actually trying to do. It was like trying well, to control a shopping trolley. I mean you know?
0: we are we are all left leaning, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> my goat. <laughs> um yeah. So that was that was it. It was it's like just kind of an expansive world of just like, hey, what would be funny to make a goat do? Yeah, um, like I was, I was jumping on a trampoline for about ten, ten minutes at least in real oh, time. You know, just amazing. like amazing. It was awesome, and and by doing that, like I saw like there was someone doing doughies, and I ran into this. It was like a yellow Corolla. Got hit by the Corolla, ragdolled that bad. It's saw an anti gravity testing facility, you know. Oh, and the hell. And you know my, you know goat got up to his old tricks in there. Oh.
0: <laughs> Goats in space. I love it. Yes. So are there actually other goats running around who are other players? Like is this a multiplayer world?
1: Um it's not, okay. but I think there is an online option. Right. Right. But I didn't do that. Okay. Yeah. I basically game? like if you if you, I bought like the game of the year edition or something. Right. Uh, and it was like it basically had all of these different like there was there was a Skyrim, there was like a Mass Effect, there was a Grand Theft oh. Auto. Oh, like a zombie apocalypse kinda like Silent Hill kind of one. It was crazy. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, that's it so, was cool. so, so good. Do you have great. a favorite? Um, I really liked the uh just the playpen one. It was just like I think it was like the OG goat simulator, you just running around, you know, trying not to get yeah. hit by a yellow Silica and <laughs> you <coughs> you get on the trampoline, you lick some people, you butt another goat out of a like a, a ring, like a sumo style ring. Uh, There's all these, like, quests and stuff that you can do, skill points. But the thing about it, I think, and this is part of the realistic element of this game, is that it's just all of the quests and all these kind of things, they have this kind of superseding, this super text of, oh, you know, if you want to, you don't have to. Yeah, right. (laughs) There's, like, a quest normally. It's, like, you have to help me do this thing or you can't progress. Or it's, like, there is a storyline here that you're trying to follow. And with the goat, it's just, like, I'm, I'm just gonna goat over there. I'm just gonna goat around for a bit. We'll see if I accidentally there. do it. I guess I'll do it. Meanwhile, I'm gonna trash this person's home office because, surprise, surprise, I am a goat.
0: <laughs> 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 um, do okay. I'm really curious. What does lick do? And do, is there oh,
1: lick? Okay, so you don't have to be close to lick someone either. It's like Spider-Man. Like the tongue Ooh. is at least three or four metres long, and that's Whoa. how you drag things around. Yeah, have this super... Sti- it's like a sticky hand, and it just, like, adheres oh. to whatever it touches, and you just drag it around. Like, you can drag a car around if you want to with your tongue because you're a super goat. <laughs> <guy. laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. So, there's this, there's like, just the barest, barest, um, like, shade of a story. Like, it's not really a story at all. There's just, like, pieces of lore that you discover, and one of those pieces of lore is that goats are uh, diametrically opposed to microwaves. They <laughs> like, hate each other. What? There's this skin you can unlock. Oh, and by the way, every time you're jumping around or whatever, you just like, you get like a, a, like, a trick. Like if you're playing Mo- Tony Hawk, it's just like, goat flip.
0: Oh, flip, you know? so you you really yeah. can do flips and stuff as the goat. Yeah, straight and, up. And like score points and, and yes, like.
2: Yes, oh, Multipliers
0: amazing. and all this kind of stuff, yeah. Oh, that's so cool.
2: Yeah. Can you complete the game?
1: I don't know if you can complete the game. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, I given. feel like you, death is completing a game of goat. Yeah, yeah. You hit faint g- just at the right time. You hit faint, yeah. You <laughs> hit a faint really hard. A
0: goat's job is never done.
1: <laughs> that's right. Um, I don't think goats do die, actually. I think there's just a set amount, and that's what we've, those are the goats. Right. The
0: immortals, we call them.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever stood before the Council of Immortals? It's fucking terrifying.
1: Oh, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they'll Council chew guys. your pants. Ugh. They drag out
0: all your old family photos.
1: <laughs> They've got octopus eyes. It's terrible.
0: Oh, it's awful. Awesome. Anything else to report?
1: Um, yeah, I do. Um, my rating system is out of 100. Mm. And every number that I use, I use only once. So in the end, I'll have a list of things in order of how good they are from something that is neutral to the best thing ever. Yep. This one, I'm going to give... Sixty-five nice. Because it okay. was really fun. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I laughed heaps while mm-hmm. I was playing it. I even said out loud, thanks, Stu, to myself. Didn't oh, know wow. that. Oh, Really? Oh, I <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, love that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lovely. it was great. I yeah, had a awesome. really, really good time.
0: Is there a reason why it's um, 35 from the top? Like just curious what like a 65 is closer to 50 than a hundred and I'm not I'm not taking this as a bad score God, I'm just I'm just curious I'm, I'm out, trying to I'm, f- I'm trying to figure oh, out how <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow.
1: wow! you're like that kid who like oh miss why did I get nine oh. out of ten on oh. the assignment Oh, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, well it's between 60 is the 2007 film Beowulf Right. Mm-hmm. Um, has a lot of the same themes. Seventy is a wasp's nest cocktail. Oh yeah, uh, because that's where I decided to put it. Yep. That.
2: <laughs> <Yep. laughs> All right. Getting a glimpse inside the mind. That's uh, the,
1: the reason. Yeah.
2: Awesome. All right. Yep. That explains that. Last week's Stew, I recommended that you pick a favorite wrestler. Just, just at the top. Um whenever yes, you, psyched for this. Whenever you meet a favorite uh, whenever you meet another person that likes wrestling, which isn't really that often, yeah. the first question you always ask is who's your favorite wrestler? It's a badge. Who's of your honor. Favorite yeah. Who is your favourite wrestler? It's a, it's a yes. rite of passage and I'm so excited for this too. Yeah, I'm psyched for this too. This is gonna be great.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited too. So the last thing I'll do is tell you who my favorite wrestler is. But there's so much we need I'm to so do before excited. I even consider thinking about who my favorite is, right? Yep. So before we start, Chris, could you help our audience with this wrestling glossary? Okay. Uh, Can you define these
2: words for me? Sure. Face? Can I I have a go too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face is a good guy. It's often called baby face more in the industry, but face is, yeah, a good guy. Right, good guy. guy.
0: Dave, do you want to tell us what a heel is?
2: I believe it's the opposite of that, someone who is uh, a heel, someone who who acts like a bad guy.
0: That's right. Um, Chris? Superstar, Pretty straightforward, that one.
2: Uh, a wrestler is the WWE term for wrestler.
0: Yeah. Um, Dave, could you define angle for me?
1: Kurt uh, Angle, great wrestler.
2: Chris, Chris,
0: could you define angle for me?
2: Angle is essentially a particular story. It's usually it's told yep. between two wrestlers. They yep. will perform an angle together. That's right. Yep.
0: And Dave, can you let us know what a gimmick is in the terms of wrestling? Uh, a
2: gimmick is like
1: uh, anything that you do to stand out as a wrestler. Yep. So expensive. you say, you know, oh, I like to. I drink. I drink tea. I, I pour it down the bub crack of my opponent, and then I drink it. Yeah. Because I'm from England, and that's what we do. Yeah. Boo! I'm a heel.
0: Yeah. It could be a gimmick. Could be anything from like their entire character to like just a little quirk that
1: they have. Yeah. All right. There's it's just, there's a surprisingly low amount of wrestlers whose gimmick is that they're just a good wrestler.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I wasn't that interested in them, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The gimmick is really
1: what you're going for, isn't
0: it? uh, For me, absolutely. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And and finesse. But let's let's, uh, crack in. To many people who know of wrestling peripherally, it's a silly sport where either muscly or bulky people fake stunts, uh, chug beer in the ring, hurt themselves and act pretty poorly, which culminates in the mind of the unacquainted as one of the lowest forms of entertainment. And this time a week ago, I was of a pretty similar mindset. But what wrestling is, is in fact high art. Wow. Perhaps sometimes clumsily executed, Mm -hmm. perhaps melodramatic and over the top, and Mm -hmm. perhaps not tremendously sophisticated, but high art nonetheless. Hell yeah. Where else in the world can you go to get so many entertaining elements in one spot? There is spectacle, fireworks, pumped up entrances, five minute long dramatic pauses, characters you hate to love, characters you love to hate, revenge, justice, intrigue, politics. There's undead mutant humans yeah. and bewitching villains, charming do gooders, and of course, incredibly offensive stereotypes.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so, true. Rest- That's so wrestlers- true.
0: Wrestlers rise as faces and plummet as heels bringing with them a new order of WWE only to be cut down by the next title-hungry wrestler who uses whatever tricks or tactics that befits their wrestling persona to get the belt they want.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm crying over here. I'm no
0: one, about- <laughs> no
2: one is off limits.
0: Mm-hmm. The announcers get knocked over, the crowd gets sprayed with all sorts oh, yeah. of all sorts of liquids. Uh, the, the rules, <laughs> I mean, they are. The rules are Let's broken constantly. And not only does this all happen... It happens while these people are punching each other in the face and hurling each other over the top of ropes and onto the floor. Mm-hmm. It is more than a soap opera, it's a rope opera.
1: Oh, ah, oh, nice. It's rope high opera. fantasy
0: in sequin underpants. <laughs> It's larger than life. It's beautiful and dumb, and only after becoming invested can you look past the surface and find the deep roots of wrestling that make it such a robust form of entertainment. Oh, this is the best yeah. recommendation
1: ever. This, this is great.
0: <laughs> now, before you at me, wrestling is, in simple terms, fake. They even have a word what? for it. They what? even had to have a word for it, and I used it before on the show. It's called kayfabe. Now, I am aware, and the wrestlers are aware, the whole audience is aware that it's fake. Kids may not be aware, but yeah. they also believe in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. So when you say wrestling Could is you fake... stop
1: shattering all of my <laughs> hopes and dreams, Stuart? I'm sorry, mate. So
0: when you go out God. there and you say wrestling is fake, you're not really putting an adult in their place. You're shattering a child's beautifully warped sense of reality. That's all Just because
1: doing. that child is 30 years old doesn't mean <laughs> that you should be shattering it.
0: So... I now understand why the wrestling community bristles when people call it fake. Because what is not fake about wrestling is the ringside excitement, the atmosphere, the millions of people invested in their hero winning a fixed match. And most importantly, when a wrestler jumps from a two-story high ladder doing a double backflip onto a stack of three wooden tables, using their opponent's body to break through all three of those tables and slam them into the ground, that's not fake. You can't fake that shit. That's true. They are doing actual work up there and they deserve respect for their art form. I'm straight up about that.
1: Oh, that's sick. This is poetic.
0: You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it, but you can't say that they're faking it because they're not. Now, (laughs) this was a great... Chris Chris is
1: falling apart. Yeah, Chris is loving it. In the Zoom chat.
0: Now, this was a great but difficult week for me because Chris recommended I pick my favourite wrestler, but it yeah. is not as simple as flicking through the superstars and choosing which one you like the look of. Yeah. You have to know their oh, full... No. you, s- have, you have, have to know t- the backstory. You have to know their story. You have to know how they debuted. You have to know what tactics they used to win, whether they've turned heel or face and why that happened. Mm-hmm. You can forgive a face for turning heel if there was foul play involved, but you can't forgive a face for turning heel if they just decided to be a dick one day. Yeah. You know? Can I, and I... I think s- that equally... Yeah.
1: Exciting is when a heel turns face.
0: Well, yeah, similarly, if, if a heel turns face, what are their motives? Yeah. Like, is it an actual change of heart or, or a long healing? con so that they can betray their tag team partner in eight months' time? Yeah, oh, it's God. normally that one. And with all these angles and new and old wrestlers coming and going, there is over 40 years of history of, of paybacks, smackdowns and slams to consider. And I did so much research, I was very tempted to start a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm in, I'm yeah, in, let I mean
0: I actually feel like I've done enough research to be able to just pick someone's favourite wrestler. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: what do you reckon mine is?
0: And it's been a long time since we've ever talked about wrestling, so I've got no idea. But David, yeah. I reckon your favourite wrestler yeah. is Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know I have a painting of Macho Man Randy Savage in, in my kitchen right now, I, right? I do, That's actually, a strong, yeah. strong guess, but it isn't my favourite
1: wrestler.
0: Okay, my second guess for you, Dave,
2: is Otis. Oh, Otis is great! Dave doesn't know Otis; he's a bit new. Uh, okay. um, I'm not. That's a new great
1: Stewart's new.
2: No, no, Otis. Otis is new. Oh, okay, Otis is
1: new. <laughs> cool. Yeah,
2: fine. How up. dare <laughs> you? <laughs> okay, who who is he? Your would, like, he would uh, love the
1: Otis though. They're two great picks. Uh, that would be the man, the myth, the legend, Rey Mysterio.
0: Oh, that's fascinating because mm. I was going to say that, Chris. I think your
2: favorite wrestler would be. Ray Mysterio. Interesting, interesting. Uh, he was one of my favorites when I was younger. Okay. Uh, he's not number one though. Okay.
0: Um, ooh, it's hard to beat some
1: of those interesting like nineties classics, though. You know. Yeah. Like nineties, early thousands, like The Rock. You know. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, is your okay, Chris? Before we move on, is your favorite wrestler working right now?
1: Not right now. No. No. Oh. But you have to remember that there is this stunning pantheon of wrestlers just a huge huge encyclopedia of different wrestlers oh, people you wouldn't massive. expect people who got out people who stayed in for too long yeah like absolutely. the undertaker what an amazing wrestler yeah it actually looked like he was dead for a fair while he did yeah
0: now the story of the undertaker is amazing and i know that you're a very invested uh uh smark in the world of uh wrestling but is, is The Undertaker your favourite? I wouldn't have said so.
2: Uh, no, The no, Undertaker's not.
0: Okay. In that case,
1: uh, not working...
2: Is it like a Goldberg or something?
0: Are you are you a classic man? Are you Hulk Hogan? No,
1: oh, no no, no, no. You can't get away with liking Hulk Hogan anymore. No,
0: <laughs> no, you can't. So what... Who is it?
2: Um, my, my, if I had to pick one all time, it's Shawn Michaels. Oh, Shawn Michaels. okay. I like me some Shawn Right. It's HBK Heartbreak Kid. Um, okay. I also do like uh, the Hurricane, who is a superhero, which you probably wouldn't have heard of because he's a bit of a jobber and he's not, you know, didn't really hit yeah. uh, any particular high
1: highs. But That's a little know, bit of uh, jargon kid. that we've just dropped there, a jobber. Yes, uh, yeah, a yes. jobber. That's, I believe that's someone who just goes out there to get pummeled.
2: Essentially, an enhancement ad- talent yeah. to enhance other yeah. people.
0: They yeah. go out there to make the other person look good, much like when Alex Jones plays clips of Donald Trump. Not dissimilar. He, not he's dissimilar. A, he's yeah. a jobber for to Trump. To make
1: them look really reserved <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. stately. Okay,
0: so obviously I haven't done enough research to be able to pick it off the bat, but, you know, at least I know some names.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty bold claim straight <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs>
0: um, okay, this is where I landed for my favourites.
1: Have you got a top three or a top five or something?
0: I've actually got in different categories because there's the men, there's the women, and then there's the teams.
1: Yep, solid.
0: My favourite team, or stable as they're known, mm-hmm. is New Day. Dude, New Day the best. They are are a group of uh, three black wrestlers, uh, Big E, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Oh, sorry, that's Kofi.com forward slash The (laughs) Pool Boys Kingston. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking
1: knew that joke was coming.
0: Now, these guys are amazing. They have an incredibly strong gimmick, constantly doing goofs in and out of the ring. And at one point, which really sold them for me. They make uh, an appearance out of an enormous cereal box dressed as Dragon Ball Z characters. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: they they <laughs> get, it. Amazing. Those guys get it. Copyright doesn't exist in KFA. No.
0: My favourite female wrestler was hard to pick. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, in general, I find it really hard to tell who the faces and heels are in the Women's League. Um, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks and Bailey are currently. The biggest names in yep. women's wrestling
1: they're, they're the big, they're ones, the big yeah. ones at
0: the moment because they're, they're kind of on the warpath to take the championship title from Asuka who is uh, the, the current champion
1: Wow. also Charlotte Flair's not in the running uh,
0: I nah, think she's no the I'm actually right. controversial not a fan of the, the give it time Flair. give it
2: time I was the same give it time okay. you give it a year or right. two you'll really appreciate everything she does she's uh, okay. quite amazing yeah. at what she does
1: yeah right Chris who's my favourite female wrestler we've talked about this earlier
2: uh, are you times. like Nia Jax no, oh, yeah. right. Rock's okay. cousin, about 400 pounds. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Hell of an athlete. She's awesome. She's the yeah. best.
0: Oh, I also want to give uh, a mention to the former team. They broke up only a couple of days ago, actually. Uh, the Iconics with Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Oh yeah. Because they're Aussie wrestlers, and yep. it's just so much fun to hear so good. to hear people in a hyper-American setting saying stuff like, get up, you bloody idiot. You've got no friends. <laughs> it's, it's just so funny um, But then so good. I came across Nikki Cross Who was almost my favourite Because she also has a really strong gimmick As an angry Scottish woman uh, Who is quite sweet But also ready to arc up at any point uh, Which is very similar to a barbarian character That I play in D&D <laughs> um, Nikki Cross's tag team partner And kayfabe best friend mm-hmm. Is or was Alexa Bliss Yeah Now, at first, I didn't think much of her. Five Feet of Fury. She has a pretty mild gimmick, actually, as a kind Mm -hmm. of a Harley Quinn-esque high school cheerleader vibe. But Mm. looking into her history and watching her matches, she's a really interesting character in the universe because... I think that she's really subtle in her manipulation of her friends and enemies and she only really fights when she has no alternative. Like obviously mm-hmm. it's a world based around fighting, but she's more about the mind games behind the scenes uh, which is really interesting. She's a great pick. Um, and when she does fight her level of performance is probably in my opinion the most realistic out of anyone. Yeah. She takes her time, she sits in moments, she doesn't overdo acting out the pain, she's very gifted at fight choreography and she sells her opponent's moves so well uh, and yeah. she has a great finisher where she does this forward flip over the top of her opponent, knees them on the way down and then does a back flip and knees them again. Mm. Uh, and she, she used to be a gymnast and it shows. She, yeah. She's incredible. That's unreal. She also does this amazing scissor lock takedown where she flips around Bailey's head with her legs wrapped around her neck like seven times and then with her legs slams Bailey's head like into the ground. It's crazy.
2: It's crazy stuff. Have you, uh, have so you seen cool. her Instagram or anything, Stu? Nah. not much about her personal life. Not really. Uh, right. She has she has this pet called Larry yeah. Steve, which is a fully grown pig. Oh, that is the best! <laughs> I think so she like cool. got like a teacup pig in some situation that just kept growing and kept growing and kept growing, and she just that loves the thing. So oh, awesome. It's Just like so photos good. of like the pig just hanging out on the couch, and she's like, yeah, gives a belly rubs and stuff.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. It's very cute. Oh, I like. That. She's the best. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that really that cool. is the dream. I really want a yeah. pig. <laughs> so, ooh, yeah, you, well, we I got, recommend
0: to you, Dave. Yeah, we got lots of recommends. Okay.
1: <laughs> Brand new pet. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, now moving into the men. Give it to me. At the start, when I was just sort of learning about everything and the history of wrestling, Triple H was a pretty strong contender. Yeah. Um, with his sledgehammer, 40-plus years of sunburn and oiled abs. His, his angle, his overarching, you know, angle or story, is a long narrative of the antihero. hero who wants to be so revered he will use anyone and anything to rule the wrestling world. He's actually uh, married to Vince McMahon's daughter and now basically does run WWE. So his wrestling story is also the story of his life Mm -hmm. and there's this fantastic uh, example here where kayfabe blends into reality and it's kind of impossible to tell what's real and what's manufactured. Mm -hmm.
1: That's the beautiful thing Um, about it, I think.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. You
1: know, just really blurring that edge.
0: I also really liked Ricochet because... He's um, crazy. Like his moniker suggests, when he makes a move or gets hit, he just flips all over the place. His athletic ability is phenomenal. So he, he was a very close favourite. Um, other notable mentions are family man, Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the incredibly intense Edge.
2: My mum's favourite, but I'm yep. Edge. Yeah, edge. I've had it on 24 hours a day, and so my mum eventually fell in love with Edge. Do you know what <laughs> <laughs> I you, uh, Unreal. Um, also,
0: the greatest heel turn, in my opinion, mm. Seth Rollins.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still, uh, I'm still also, resentful towards Seth Rollins, hey, actually. Hey, I can't Seth really. <laughs>
0: that's fair enough. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Can't stand watching Seth Rollins. But
0: see, I, I can't stand him either. But then at a certain point, I realized that's because he's doing his job so fucking well. He's phenomenal.
2: Well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, also. CM Punk, because he con- controversially oh, yeah. tore down so many of the, the, the kayfabe walls. He just...
1: Yeah, I loved CM Punk. Yeah. He, was, he was great.
2: Um, but... I've got some picks. I, I, I think I'm sort of trying to pick who, who you're going to say. Do you want to have a guess? Are you about to say it? I am. It's, we're up to it, yeah.
1: Okay, hang on.
2: I've got what two... Oh, I, there's two people I'm sort of between at the moment. Are they still, are they still wrestling? No. Mmm. All right. Is it John Cena? No. Is
1: it Daniel Bryan?
0: Not Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Oh, okay. This is one of my favorites. The Miz? <sighs> nope. Mm. Dolph Ziggler? Uh.
0: No. Gentlemen, my favorite wrestler of all time is Santino Marella.
1: Oh, Santino. <laughs> oh, he's so good.
0: Santino Marella. He is this <laughs> squat little wrestler whose gimmick is literally that he's Italian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the, I have to go look up a picture oh, He's uh, amazing
0: The actual guy who plays Santino uh, Anthony Corelli, He's trained in martial arts So his grapples and his in-ring psychology is excellent But what makes him my favourite Is his unique relationship with the WWE mm-hmm. He isn't really a heel Because he's so easy to love And he's definitely not a face Because he's, he's, he doesn't act heroically He's not a hero So what he is is this sort of in-between which lives entirely in the world of comedy. Mm -hmm. You're not particularly invested in him winning or losing. You're just interested in watching how he copes in the ring. Yep. He's he's also sometimes a total coward jumping out of the ring because he's not ready. I'm not ready. Um, And he speaks with the most ridiculous Italian accent I have ever heard. The reason why I like Santino so much is because when you're watching Santino, it's fun and you can relax mm-hmm. yeah. because in the grand scheme of things, if Santino's in the match, <laughs> the outcome doesn't really, really matter.
1: <laughs> like he's, che- <laughs> he's... He's also not high profile enough for it to really matter. Exactly. Uh, which makes yeah, him... That's a good point. It makes
0: him so much fun. He's cheeky, but he's never malicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and on a number of occasions in interviews, he actually makes other very serious wrestlers break character and laugh just a little bit. He's like, so he's funny. so funny, he breaks them. Um, he was also the winner of the first ever women's rumble where he entered in drag, which is a little <coughs> bit shit considering it was the first time the women got a rumble of their own, but it's still pretty funny.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, a little, it's a little funny.
0: It's
2: it a is.
1: little bit funny. Um, when was the, last, the first women's rumble? 2014.
2: Uh, well, okay. God, it's it's a reason. little bit complicated. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. There was
0: okay. So this is the first women's rumble in WrestleMania. Before yeah. that, they had the Divas uh, Divas Championship. Yeah, it's not the first ever time that women have fought in the ring. It's just that yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. brand new belt, and it went to Santino. And I think it went to Santino because he was he was leaving, um, and yeah. that was and he was never going to win the big titles. Um, even though he literally won the international championship on his debut, where they just
2: pulled him out of the crowd, and he was just like a—it's a hell of a It's day amazing. Day, it's a
0: hell it's a day amazing. Day, I thought it was yeah. real. That That's was back
2: real. back then. I was like, Hold on, did they just fucking pick this guy? What the hell is happening? Yeah. Like, I was yeah, threw me when I ah oh, yes.
0: And he's a good actor, so it kind of seems real for mm-hmm. a little while. Oh, and his finisher, which is like his final move, yeah, is called the Cobra. Mm -hmm. where he reluctantly and it's often reluctantly like he doesn't want to do it but he does it Mm -hmm. he snaps his hand into the shape of a cobra and with a single poke to the face of his opponent that they're they're just flawed they're done (laughs) 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 he is a true living clown and every time he makes an entrance I know I'll be entertained and I love him for it. Hell yeah. Thank you, Santina Morella, for being, in my opinion, the most entertaining wrestler that's ever lived. And thank you, Chris, for the recommend. Anytime, my friend. Unreal. My rating system is out of 30 stars, a possible 10 for experience, 10 for spiritual growth, and 10 stars for stars. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm giving 9 out of 10 for experience. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: 7
0: out of 10 for spiritual growth. Fair. Uh huh. And 8 out of 10 stars for
2: stars. Oh, love it. Love it. Unreal. I love wrestling. Did you, so much did you have you seen his <laughs> Elimination Chamber with uh, Daniel Bryan?
0: Oh, yes, where he's just cobraing like, everyone. Oh, and he's just
2: cobra, cobra, cobra. And then he oh, almost wins so the good. championship, almost wins the world championship. Yeah, yeah. he
0: almost takes oh, it. Man, oh, but God. they do, they do that so often. There's they like do. with the, and then they kick out at two and a half and
1: oh, it's just. Yeah, it's a beautiful anyway. sport. Yeah, it is. It is. For, for the population of WWE umpires, there is definitely a number between two and three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool. That's me, guys. Well, I'll tell you what, I've watched literally nothing but wrestling this week, so uh, do you mind if do you mind if we watch something else?
1: That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Oh yeah? Do you want to watch uh, um oh god, what's it called? Um Um, how is it? Uh, um I think it's called like uh, House. House by, house by itself.
0: House by itself. <laughs> house by itself. Uh, Let's play.
1: Empty Let's play.
0: House Home Alone!
1: Home Alone.
0: Latest throwback craze Welcome to Family Movie Night. This is the part of the show where we sit down and incrementally we watch ten seconds of Home Alone. But before we put on the film, we got to watch some ads. Too much goss, not enough box. The hot goss box is finally here to alleviate the burden of your heavy gossip. Whether you think your boss is stealing lunches from the fridge or maybe you know of a secret relationship, the Hot Goss Box wants all your goss. So email thehotgossbox at gmail.com and free yourself. Pool boys Dave, Stew, and an unwilling Chris will anonymously read out your hot goss. The Hot Goss Box. Revel in the hearsay.
1: Uh, ladies and gents, if you'd like to uh, support the Pool Boys uh, to help us grow our show, um, what you can do is you can you can send us just a couple of bucks on ko- kofi.com. That's k-o-dash-f-i. Sorry, that's ko ficom fi forward slash the Pool Boys. You can send us an increment of three, six, you know, nine dollars even. Uh, the first person to send us sixty-nine dollars will get a personally signed nice <laughs> from us. That's uh, ko ficom fi forward slash the Pool Boys. If you do want to. Help us grow the show.
0: Yeah. Often on the show we talk about things that, you know, sometimes would, would do with a little bit of looking. So if you want to see some, uh, some pictures of the recommends that we've been working on, you can always head to our socials and everywhere you go we are at Pool Boys Comedy. Insta, Twitter and Facey.
1: Yeah, boy. You can even check us out on YouTube if you want to. Go back on the Pool, the pool Boys YouTube page you can see all of the, the visual aids that come across our uh, recommends that don't happen to fall into the audio medium category.
0: That's right. Yeah, and we, we're really building up a lot of stuff on our
1: YouTube over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of videos, there's a bunch of original music and right. everything. It's a good time over there. It's bloody great. All, all 12 of our subscribers are loving it. <laughs> they are.
0: All right, should we just watch a movie?
1: Let's do it. But before we watch it, It's uh, the hotly anticipated segment uh, Home Alone Trivia. This is the the segment where I try and get a piece of Home Alone Trivia that I've made up on the IMDb trivia page for Home Alone. This week's entrant was... ..director Chris Columbus Mm. has gone on record saying the film Home Alone is a metaphor for being vaccinated. (laughs) But the scene where Macaulay Culkin eats a tiny version of Joe Pesci to gain immunity was cut due to an allergy... (laughs) <laughs> I think Alex Jones might have entered that one.
0: Yeah, very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> that, was,
1: that was from True Home Alone facts. I tell you what, when the
0: Home Alone vaccine comes
1: out, I'm not taking it. Wow, a big call. Wow, that's 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 big. Let's just let's just sit in silence and contemplate that while we watch the yeah.
0: movie.
1: <laughs> oh. Playing with a glue gun. <laughs> I thought that was Bruce Willis for a second. No, I don't think so either, oh, I know <laughs> okay. mm. What are they he's a, he's talking a about? <laughs> Kevin. A quick hand with a glue gun, the fastest hand in the West.
0: <laughs> and he didn't burn the house down. That's important.
2: No.
1: Excellent facial expression. So we... Surely
2: a sign of more things to come,
1: <laughs> Macaulay. I genuinely thought that the actor playing his dad was just... Bruce Willis in a weird prosthetic like he is in Looper. Oh, yeah, kind of is, actually. Yeah, kind Great of pick. looks like him, yeah.
0: Alrighty, with family movie night done and dusted, it's time to move on to... Whoa, what's this? Huh? Bing bong, a little bit of mail in the hot goss box! hot
2: <laughs> oh, goss box, here we hold, go. Didn't I kill time. this last episode? No, Didn't no I you kill did not.
0: Hot ghost the hot goss box
1: cannot be killed.
0: The hot goss box kicked out at two, Chris.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> this hot <laughs>
0: goss... This hot goss comes from an office boy one one zero, and they say, "Hey team, heard some hey. heard some goss heard some goss okay. that Chris actually really wants Custard Man to make a comeback." Mm. what? It's the goss, Chris. I heard some. It's the goss. I, I heard some goss that you really want Custard Man to make a comeback. So I guess we've got to make a, a Custard Man a comeback.
1: This is uh, some interesting goss, uh, Is this Chris? an That's, actual email? Heard, yeah, it's a real email. I've heard a little bit of goss about the Custard Man. Oh. About Custard Man. It's Custard
0: I'm Man. I'm pretty sure I Why killed you Custard, man, as Custard as well. man
2: Your wishes have come true, Chris. Custard Man is back. This sucks. This is not good content for anyone, especially me. <laughs> <laughs> hot Thank Custard. you very much. Me
1: being pissed off about it is great content. Thank you very much for your hot goss. Wow. I didn't know that you oh, loved Custard Man. Is that an actual real email oh, no. so happy?
0: Yes, it's a real email. From who? I, I, ju- it's anonymous hot goss. Chris, no wonder you hate this so much. You don't understand it. You
1: don't understand it, Chris. It's a simple con. It's a simple concept. It's anonymous hot goss.
2: Maybe I'll know who sent it. Can you read the uh, first letter of every line? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> imagine, imagine. That would be all just me, every single one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that is the hot box done for this week. It's time to move on to recommendations, which we will be fulfilling this week and coming back to talk about next week.
2: Mm.
0: Um, I'm just going to jump in, actually. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Go on then. Uh, Chris, it's my turn to recommend for you. Ah, uh, yes. And you gave me this beautiful, life changing wrestling recommend. Mm-hmm. And I'm not yet done with wrestling. Okay. I want to hang around this world for a little bit longer. Uh-huh. So, Chris, this week's recommend is this Vince McMahon has decided that the next lineup on WWE must be the Pool Boys. The pool boys must be billed in the list of WWE superstars.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Chris? That's good on you, Vince. I always had pretty questionable <laughs> feelings about you, but now you're really showing up.
0: Chris, this week I recommend that you design the wrestling persona and gimmicks of yourself, Davey, and myself.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh. Now,
0: we c- we can be... <laughs> We can be a team. Uh, we can all be wrestlers. We could, one of us could be a manager. You've got, oh, you've got free reign of the whole WWE world. Oh, boy. This is great. Oh, boy. This is
1: unreal. I'm so psyched about this. Yeah. Uh, this is like a personality test. A little bit. You know? I'm quite excited. It's like about one of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm psyched. Yeah, I'm <laughs> keen. Uh, I've actually got one for you, Stu, if you like. I'd
0: love to take one, yeah.
1: <clears throat> Stu, there's this, um, there's this wonder, wonder drug that I've heard of. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, I know that you're, you know, you're always looking to better yourself, mm-hmm. always looking to, uh, you know, purify your body, always looking to kind of just be the best person you can be. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it, with, you know, within the means of the chassis, the meat prison that your spirit is <laughs> trapped inside. That's very well put, yeah. Thank you. This uh, This wonder drug is called Ginkgo Biloba. Okay. It's called gink. called Ginkgo Biloba, and you can get it from Chemist Warehouse. Uh, it's the only... Thing that's gonna be open in Victoria. Yeah, uh, I'm sending you abroad uh, a field. You know, yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna go out and buy some of this. What I'm gonna get you to do, as soon as you possibly can, go out there, get a bottle of it, take some every day. Yeah, and then I want you to come back, and we're going to try and see if you have felt any of the benefits.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Right. the ben- The main benefit that we hear about ginkgo biloba, yeah, is that it improves your memory.
0: Oh, oh.
1: so we're going to give you a little bit of a memory test next. Sure. Next episode. Okay. And we'll see. We'll see what you can do.
0: Excellent. Nice. That's that nice. sounds very interesting. Yeah. So I'm I'm um, going to be the what like the, the control group for this uh, little experiment. This yeah. And little and they they always experiment.
1: say that um a control the optimum size for a control group is one.
0: They that's just order. good much, they always say that they've
1: admitted that Yeah. can <laughs> <laughs> read all about on Infowars.com I also recommend that you kind of do like see if you can go do like a, a memory thing by yourself to see if you can uh, like at the start of the week and then after you've been taking it for a while to see if you get any better see if you can oh, find one okay, online yeah. or something Yeah. we'll yeah. give you yeah, a, yeah. bit of a quiz uh, when you come back on
0: awesome, sounds great unreal
1: Davey,
0: David.
2: David. David, David, <laughs> they're gonna get a shirt with that printed on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, Dave, when you come in to do your review,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you won't be talking to me and Stu Is that? Is that you're right? gonna be talking. You're gonna be talking to two big wig, fat cat oh, television fuck. executives. Oh man! <gasps> because next week, Dave, you're mm. gonna come in and yeah. pitch the hottest new reality TV show. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Awesome. This is going to be great. And uh me and me and Stu, uh It's like shark uh, tag. Essentially, essentially, the hot new reality show. Give it to us as because we're we're hot, new TV, big wigs. Uh-huh. And uh, we're looking we're looking for the hottest new reality show and we think you might have it, Dave. So let's uh let's see how you go. Oh my god, awesome. I can't wait. It's going to be
0: Looks so like good. It's going to be a good week. We've got natural remedies. We've got more wrestling. Mhm. And um and we've also got the, the latest in reality TV. This is going to yeah. be great.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so psyched. Thanks for listening to Good episode.
0: Well, that about does us for the show this week. Uh, but before we let you go, just want to quickly say thank you so much to Apex Bloom for the use of our theme song, Roll. It is an awesome, awesome track. And they just released a brand-new single called Dope House, uh, which is fantastic. So make sure Hell you find yeah. Apex Bloom yeah, and you... listen to their their new single, Dope House. They're sick. Listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. Go and have a listen.
2: All right. That'll about do us. My name's Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. Oh, and uh, Dave? Yeah. Take it away, ba.
1: Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me get this right. Ooh, ba 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 <laughs> oh, oh, oh
0: uh, um, um, uh, land of imagination, pure imagination.
1: No. Uh, that's a That's amore, baby!
0: Oh, well done, well done. Yes. All right, that'll do us. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. What a week, boys. What a, what a week. week. What a week. Oh, what a week. oh what a week.
2: Guys, I'm bloody sweaty after all that. After all <laughs> yeah. that talk about bum piss, I'm... <laughs> the bum piss, man. You got, got bum piss. Actually, hop. Yeah, no, it's bum piss, guys. Sorry. Nah, that's it's just... probably bum piss, isn't it? Yeah.